Hey, what's going on, guys? This is your boy Nathan Crayfield, the host and founder of Seeking Excellence podcast. Today, we got a great episode from my dear friend Josie Coleman, one of our guest hosts. And Josie dropped some great knowledge around just the the great mindset of a Catholic when it comes to exercise, working out, taking care of your body. You know, we've often heard that the body is a is a temple for the Holy Spirit, but I think it's easy as Catholics to neglect the need to really be good stewards of our body, and we do this through our health and fitness. Um, and making good decisions that will contribute to the, you know, wellness of our, our physical body. And so Josie's going to take us on a trip down this. Josie is extremely fit, extremely knowledgeable about the body, has a lot of experience of pushing herself physically, mentally, um, it, through competition. You know, as a former professional tennis player and is just an absolute rock star of a Catholic. So excited for this episode. Hope you enjoy it. God bless. You were never out of the fight. You were created for a time such as this. And you are now preparing to be sent into battle. God is calling you to be his disciple, to be formed in virtue and holiness. He has appointed you as an ambassador of his kingdom. To go and represent him to his people. He's enlisted you as a soldier of Christ to be sent out to fight for the good in this world. You were not made to make excuses. It's time for you to take extreme ownership for your life, for all of your life. It's time to rise up and finally be the man or woman you were created to be. Follow God. lead others and never surrender. It is time to begin seeking excellence. Good morning, my friends. Um, Well, I guess it's not necessarily morning wherever you are. Um, How dare I, you know, assume it's morning. but it is morning here. It is 6.30 in the morning. I'm on my second cup of coffee. It's a great day. Um, If you can't tell, I'm a morning person. You're getting a great glimpse into the life of Josie here. (laughs) But yeah, it is is great to be with you guys today and um, be back recording on on the pod, on the podcast. Um, So today I'm excited to... um, talk about something a little different than um, some of the other episodes that I've recorded. Um, And that's kind of giving you a glimpse into my athletic side Um, and uh, talking about working out, you know, um, I think if we're talking about, um, you know, spirituality and working out and how all things should be ordered to God, like what's the right balance with, um, you know, uh, this desire to honor the Lord with our bodies and take care of them, but not like over obsessing about it, um, to where we idolize our bodies, um, or put overemphasize that aspect. So, um, kind of just wanted to share a little bit about my story, um, as in my life as an athlete today, um, how I view working out, um, how that's changed over the years. And then, um, kind of give some practical tips for, 
wherever you are in, in your life, um, to work out and honor our bodies, um, practically. So yeah, it should be a good, good little episode. Um, so yeah, I guess to start things off, um, for those of y'all who don't know, um, I was a competitive athlete, um, for gosh, like 13 years of my life. So, um, I played tennis, um, and was a competitive tennis player. I played at the university of Florida, um, where I was blessed to win a national championship with my teammates in, that, that was 2017. Wow. Um, 2017. And then I played, uh, pursued a brief professional career after graduation, um, much shorter than I ever imagined it would be. Um, maybe someday I'll share my whole story on the podcast, but, um, yeah, I, you know, felt God pulling me away from that and, um, ended up, uh, transitioning. This was in 2019 transitioning, um, to just a normal job. I took a job up at the university of Notre Dame, um, where I worked a desk job and it was, it was crazy y'all because I went like my life literally changed 180. Um, I went from, you know, my day revolving around my workouts. Um, you know, my, since I was 11 years old, like my day had revolved around my workouts, you know, get up when's practice. Okay. Practice. Okay. Then I'm going to eat after that, do some homework in between, go back for afternoon practice. Okay. Then I have like conditioning or weights or something. And then oh, I need a stretch. Okay. Then I need to go to bed because I got to get up and I have practice, you know? <laughs> so it was like, my life was so ordered, uh, because of, because of tennis, um, and my workouts. And for those of y'all who have ever pursued anything, um, wholeheartedly, whether it is sports or, um, you know, in the arts or academics, you know, like how having that goal really like orders your days. Um, So as far as like working out, like my, my whole life, like I was training, you know, training for tennis, training for that goal. And I remember, um, when I transitioned to just like a normal, a normal job, um, and like, I wasn't working out for four or five hours a day. I remember for the first time in my life, like I struggled with, um, like the balance between like body image and like nutrition and like all of that, because, um, like I'd never thought about like, Oh, like I've never had to think about like, Oh, what should I eat? What should I, you know, because I was like, Oh, like I can eat whatever I want and however much I want and however often I want, because like I'm burning calories all day. Um, and so like, I started like, honestly for about a year, probably, it was a real internal struggle for me, um, about just like, I suddenly became very aware of like, oh, how I looked and like staying in shape and worrying about staying thin and like all of this. And, um, yeah, it was not, was not a healthy balance, um, there and, um, yeah, struggled, struggled with that. Um, and honestly, like, cause I, I love working out. Like I actually do enjoy it. Um, I know a lot of people see it as like, Oh, like I have to move my body, but I'm like, no, I love it. I love, um, pushing myself and I love, um, anything with competition, honestly. So I'm just used to going like super hard at whatever I'm doing, because that's what I did on the tennis court. Um, but what was I going to say with this? Um, was that, yeah. So it was just, it was just a hard, hard transition. And I struggled to find that balance after I left my, um, 
yeah, my time as a competitive athlete. And so like, how do I work out? How do I fuel my body? Um, not for, for vanity sake or, um, but to glorify the Lord. And I remember, um, earlier this year, my, my friend who, um, was also a competitive athlete. It's funny. She played, she played volleyball at Nebraska, um, and also won a national championship. Actually she won too. So she got one up on me, but, um, she's one of my best friends and she's a focused missionary now. And I remember we were, um, we were, she was visiting me here in Florida and, um, around new year's and we're on the beach and we we're chatting and, um, you know, I was asking her what she, you know, she's been doing since, you know, since stopping and, you know, we relate to each other in a lot of ways. Like, you know, she, she played professional volleyball. I played professional tennis and we both like walked away from that and transitioned to this quote unquote normal life. Um, by normal life, I mean, like, you know, not working out, um, for your job. Um, but yeah. And I asked her just about her transition to that and kind of shared my struggles with it, um, and whatnot. And, um, she kind of was like the opposite of me. So like, I have a tendency to like overwork out or, um, you know, eat too healthy or just be too disciplined in that way. Um, and she was more like, honestly, like I, like, I forget what she said, but to the extent of like, she didn't like work out as much or whatever. Um, and I asked her like, why? And she was like, well, I feel like, like part of it's like vanity, you know, like, why am I working out? Am I working out just to, just to look good, just to, um, you know, because I, I'm worried about what other people think of me, or I want to put on this perfect image or am I doing it? for to like glorify the Lord. Um, it was funny cause she was saying like, she had talked to other women about this and, um, but had realized recently herself, she's like, no, I should work out because like my body's a temple and I should want to glorify it. So she realized like that, um, like working out is not just for vanity's sake. Like sure it can be, but like, we should work out. We should move our bodies. We should honor them because they're temples of the Lord. Uh, but then, so you can't swing too much that way, but then you also like of, of working out for vanity's sake, but then you also can't swing too much the other way to where we're just like, um, Oh, like, yeah, the body doesn't matter. Like whatever. It's just about the soul. Um, and like, it's okay. I can eat whatever I want and never work out, never move, you know, um, because that's not honoring our bodies either. So we ended up having just this beautiful conversation about like, what is the purpose behind working out? What is the purpose behind pushing ourselves or eating healthy or like any of this stuff? Right. Um, because I think like as human beings, we're like in our humanity, we're always going to struggle. We're always going to grasp. We're always going to be, um, falling and getting back up again. You know, that's just the reality of this life, um, which is, which is hard because we want to be, we want to be perfect with it, but we're not going to be. So just like, I think first of all, just realizing like, Hey, it's okay to struggle with this one way or the other. Um, like we're all different, but just recognizing that like, okay, like truly asking ourselves, like, what is the purpose? Like, why are we working out? You know? And I want to just, um, quote the catechism here or, you know, emphasize the catechism says that, um, you know, 
says that we are body and soul united. You know, um, I think I've mentioned this before in another episode, but like, we're not just souls. Um, so we have to take care of our body. Like God gave us physical bodies for a reason to, to hold our souls, to hold him, the temple of the Holy spirit in us. But then again, we're not just body. So we can't idolize our bodies. Like they're the prize possession, you know, get a six pack and like, you know, look, look like a supermodel all the time. And like, I mean, that's great if you look like that, you know, but it's also not the end all be all. So we can't put our identity in that because we're not just bodies and we're not just soul. We are body and soul united. Um, so the catechism of the Catholic church, um, reemphasizes that, but then I also want to read to you a, um, verse from first Corinthians six nineteen because it says, 619 through 20 it says, do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore honor God with your bodies. I love this verse so much, um, because it's just a reminder that like nothing belongs to us. Like not even our own bodies. Like they're on loan from the Lord. And like, if a friend loaned you like their prized possession, um, like, I don't know, whatever it may be. Um, okay. Let's just say, let's just say like a car. Okay. Like a car is a pretty big thing. Like if a friend, you know, had this nice, um, like, I don't know, Audi or Maserati or something and like literally owned it to you. Um, what, how would you treat it? you know, like, would you just take it anywhere? Like, let it get next, like parked, park wherever you want or whatever. Um, or would you, would you enjoy it? Would you go on, you know, nice rides with it? Like take that speed up, but then make sure that you return it. Um, and it's, and it's like the best state that you can. Right. Um, I mean, obviously we're not cars. Um, we're much more valuable, but it's the same, like God has loaned us our bodies, Um, so we have to like glorify that gift in the way that we use it. Um, we're not our own. We're like, I think this is crazy to think about, but like our bodies are temples, temples, y'all like they're tabernacles where the Holy spirit dwells. Um, you know, if you're Catholic, you walk into a Catholic church and you, what do you see in the middle of the church? Or I hope it's in the center of the church. This is a pet peeve of mine when churches have tabernacles on the side. Anyways, <laughs> I digress. Um, <laughs> but when you walk into the church, you see a tabernacle, right? Um, and a tabernacle is what? Where our Lord is kept. You know, we believe as Catholics that the Eucharist is the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Christ. So he is kept in this, this tabernacle, this basically sacred box, um, to hold him. It's his temple where, where he resides, um, in our churches and our bodies are living tabernacles because we hold the Holy spirit in us. So like, don't we want to make like that dwelling for the Lord as beautiful as possible? Um, yeah, we should, (laughs) you know? Um, so, but I think, you know, as I, as I kind of said, because we're human, we're tempted to like either swing too much one way or the other. Um, like either we don't care about our bodies, you know, get lazy 
eat junk, don't work out and let ourselves go. Um, cause we're like, ah, we're just, you know, it's just our soul that matters, you know, um, which is wrong. Right. Because we're body and soul. Like the catechism says, like, like first Corinthians reemphasizes we're temples. Um, or we can swing the other way and over obsess about our looks, our image, our body out of, out of vanity. Right. Um, you know, kind of overemphasizing the body, um, and maybe neglecting the soul part. Uh, right. So, and that's not right either. Um, so we need balance, you know, we shouldn't overindulge in food and drink and never exercise because that's not how we make our tabernacles beautiful for the Lord to dwell. But we also can't be like, you know, too restrictive with our food or over-exercise to the point where we idolize the temple, um, rather than what's inside the temple, which is the Holy spirit. So, um, yeah, that, that fine balance, right. And again, an emphasis on, we're never going to be perfect with it, but just recognizing and grappling with this, um, with this struggle, with this internal battle. Um, and just remember, like, it's all about intent. So like, if you listening to this episode, if all that it does is make you aware of like, Ooh, I need to like remind myself of like why I work out or like bring it back to that. Like, that's great. You know, like, cause we're, like I said, we're not going to be perfect with it. So just trying to bring ourselves back to the intention of why we do things as much as possible, whether it's, you know, with working out with what we post on social media, with what we eat, with how we interact with others, we should always be reflecting internally. Like, why am I doing this? What's my intent? Because um, that's where the devil creeps in is in our motives and in our selfish desires. Um, so we need to constantly check those and purify those. So just bringing you back to this question of why am I working out? You know, am I doing this to glorify the body God gave me or out of vanity? So, um, so just check, checking yourself and, um, yeah. So that's a little background behind like, you know, why, why it's good to work out, why we should honor our temples as tabernacles of the Lord. Um, but understanding that there's that struggle with it. There's that, there's that constant, um, grappling between, um, you know, know yourself, right? Like some people are struggle with laziness and can't get their butt up to work out or make a consistent workout routine. Like that's some people on one end of the spectrum. Um, but then there's people on the other end of the spectrum where they might overdo it, be overly disciplined and like that. Um, and just to share about me in my internal battle with this is like, I tend to swing too much on, if you haven't, haven't noticed the, the overly disciplined structured, um, you know, that, that way. Um, but yeah, it's, and it's, it's challenging at times, but it's just recognizing that like, Hey, it's okay. Like Jesus, I want to invite you into this and like, help me to like, work out because I like working out, um, or, you know, whatever it may be and like eat because like, I want to nourish my body. Um, and it's okay to splurge sometimes. Like it's okay to not work out sometimes, you know? Um, so that healthy balance. Um, so with that said, I kind of want to move into, um, kind of sharing, um, some reasons, like, as you know, I ask, I'm asking you guys to reflect on, like your intent behind working out, um, or like why workout. Um, so I want to share like 
why I like to work out now. Um, you know, obviously when I was a competitive tennis player, I, um, you know, I was working out for the goal of like getting better in tennis, um, because I wanted to reach my potential there. But like now as just a normal person, everyday life, like why do I work out? And, um, I was prepping for this episode a little bit and thinking about it. Um, and yeah, these are different for everybody. So you might not relate to these, um, because you'll, you'll definitely see my, like, my, like go harder, go home. Um, <laughs> perspective of things here, but like th- this, these are reasons that like, I like to work out. Um, so first, uh, you're going to laugh at this, but like suffering, like <laughs> there's this, I don't know, there's a sweet satisfaction in like pushing my body past its limits. Um, like when I'm doing a really hard workout or a lo- going on a long run and like, I'm dead tired, or I don't think I can make it, uh, but push through and like finish it reminds myself that like, I can do hard things, you know? Um, and this actually like translates into all areas of our lives, especially our spiritual lives, because like, if we're able, like if we have the confidence and we build that muscle to do hard things physically, um, like, Oh, like I can do this. Like I can do more than I'm capable of. It trains our minds to recognize that like, Ooh, like, when I hit a road bump, like I can keep going, I can push through. I mean, not on our own, but through the grace of God. Right. And with our spiritual lives, it's like, Oh, when we, when we face um, temptation, when we face dryness in prayer, when we don't want to pray, when we don't want to go to mass when we don't want to be kind to that person, like we can do hard things. Um, so the suffering involved in like the pain of like working out or like a hard workout, um, is like really beautiful because I feel like it's good training. Right. Um, so that's one reason I like to work out. It's like, it's really good training. Um, a second thing, like this is again, like on a spiritual level, but like, I also love that, like, I don't know, at least like hard workouts or that when you get to a point in a workout where you're, you're tired and you don't want to push through, but like push a little past your limits. Um, it's a beautiful opportunity to, for prayer, like any suffering, like I said, like is a great, uh, offering to the Lord. So I love like, um, like if I'm on the last mile of a run and, um, you know, I'm, I'm really tired or like, I'll just start like thinking of people that like need prayers and just like start praying Hail Marys for them or like start a rosary and just like keep my mind on that. And I mean, yeah, it's not enjoyable, but that's the point. It's not supposed to be. So like, um, again, like offering it as a prayer. Um, so yeah. And then, uh, the third thing I think I like, like, um, doing hard things with my body and pushing myself in that way is because I mentioned this before, but like mental toughness, um, you know, like if we're able to develop the mental toughness and discipline to, you know, work out consistently, we prove to ourselves that we can do get through difficult things. Like, like I said, it's training. Um, Like when we face spiritual battles, we are more likely to be able to say no to hard things or push through those moments of dryness and prayer. If we're training ourselves in all areas of life. And, um, one thing that like I've noticed consistently, especially in, um, you know, pushing ourselves physically in just all areas of life, but like, this is kind of my, um, area of expertise, I guess you could say, is that like 
our bodies are capable of so much more than we think they are. Um, like there's, I, um, I coach a little tennis now, um, just on the side for fun. And, um, you know, I train a couple high school girls and, um, I'm constantly like, I'm, I'm definitely like that person that like makes you die on the tennis court. Um, so don't, <laughs> but, uh, anyways, I digress again. Um, but, uh, where's I going with this? Oh, just like how, um, yeah, we can push ourselves a lot more than we think we can. Like how often I tell them like, oh, they want water. I'm like, no, go another minute without water and push through. Like, I want you, your legs are tired, push through. Like, I want you to go and act the extra mile, an extra minute. You can do a little bit more because our bodies are capable of more. And when we train our minds to think like that, um, we, we believe it, you know, like we believe what we feed our minds. Um, and whereas like, if we just stop, stop a workout when it's getting a little challenging or stop, you know, prayer when it's, when it's getting a little rough, like we're training ourselves to be weak. Yeah. It's, it's the truth. You know, for those of you who need to hear that today, like when you hit a tough point today where you're just like, ah, I'd rather not like you're training yourself to live in comfort rather than get your butt up and keep going, push yourself a little further. Yeah. It's going to hurt. It's going to be tough, but like, it's a great opportunity to train ourselves and to, to build that muscle. Um, so yeah, so that's another reason why I like to work out is it builds mental toughness. Um, I'd say fourthly, uh, I mean, just very practically like moving my body is such a good mental, mental and physical relief. Like y'all endorphins are real. Um, I'm like such just, I don't know. My mind is clear. It's I'm so much happier when like I get a workout in most days, like even if it's just something small, just being able to push myself a little bit. Um, it's funny. Cause like I, uh, growing up, um, my mom used to go nuts when my coach would tell me to take like a weekend off of tennis, because I was totally that, that person that like, didn't want to take any days off. And, um, he was like, Josie, like take the weekend off. I was like, no, <laughs> um, but like by Sunday I would be driving her crazy because I'd have all this energy and be stir crazy. Um, and I'm honestly still the same way. Like I try to take it like Sundays off of working out, um, or just like one day a week. And, uh, but yeah, those days, sometimes I notice like I'm much more like stir crazy. Cause like I have all this energy and like, it's a great release. Um, and like mentally as well, like after a work day or before a work day, you know, just being able to just take a deep breath, unplug, get your mind off things and just go, just, just do something hard or move your body a little bit. Um, yeah, it's good. And then lastly, um, I like to work out just cause it's fun. Um, I know a lot of you guys won't agree with me here. Um, but that's actually the last part of this episode I want to cover is like choosing workouts that are fun for you. Like, don't like, if you really hate running, like you don't have to run. There's more ways to work out. If you don't like to lift, don't lift, you know? I mean, again, like I talk about like doing hard things or doing things you don't want to do. Maybe it's good for you to do something you don't enjoy doing occasionally, but for the most part, like make working out something that's fun. Um, you know, for me, after I stopped tennis, I was kind of like figuring out like, how do I work out? Like, I don't know what to do for a while. I was like, still like 
getting lifts in the gym, but I'm like, why am I doing this? Like, I don't need a ton of muscle anymore. I mean, like I need functional muscle, but I don't need to like bulk up anymore. <laughs> um, but I realized like I, I, uh, one of my friends up in Notre Dame, um, runs marathons and she started, you know, like I started running with her run- once a week. And I really, realized like I started to I didn't enjoy distance running at first and so I started running with her and now like my morning runs are like so meditative for me like I look forward to them um like I'll listen to a podcast or pray rosary or like sometimes I'll chat with a friend or um yeah but like that's what's fun for me um so you have to find your thing um so um yeah so those are, those are a couple of reasons why I like to work out again, just like the suffering. Um, like it's a beautiful opportunity for prayer, developed mental toughness. Um, it's just a good release. And then I think it's fun. Um, so yeah, so wanted to just close out this episode by, um, getting practical because if you listen to any of my episodes, <laughs> I am a big practical person. Hold on. I need a sip of coffee before I get into this. Coffee is like one of God's greatest gifts to man. Pretty sure. Thank you, Jesus. Um, But uh, yeah, I wanted to get practical and like how to develop a consistent workout routine um, and like, I don't know, like work out for the right intent. Right. And so I think it's important to to not have like an unhealthy, um, an unhealthy image or like mindset behind working out. Cause we can all fall into it either of like, like, Oh, I need, I, I have to work out because like, you know, get in shape or whatever. And like, that might be true, but like, we also want you to enjoy it and look forward to it. And like, you know, yeah, like want to plan it into your schedule. So, um, these are some things that, I think help in developing a consistent workout routine, um, because we all should be like, regardless of state in life where we are, like we should all be moving our bodies to some extent. Like, I'm not saying you need to, to go super, super hard in the gym every day. If you're a pregnant mom, (laughs) you know, no, like take a little stroll around the neighborhood or go for a light bike ride, you know? Um, so yeah, just like, this is, yeah take this with a grain of salt and adjust it to your needs. Um, but first of all, like just, as I said, do things you enjoy, like and discover these things, right? Like there's not a right way to work out. What's important is that we're doing something. Um, so like I said, like maybe go for a walk after dinner every night or a bike ride at lunchtime or, um, or you can do something more intense, like take a CrossFit class or do orange theory, or, um, I've always wanted to do kickboxing or something. Um, yeah, I think I have this secret desire to be like an undercover BA, you know, um, like if someone just like came up and attacked me, I could go like black widow style on them and be like, <laughs> anyways, uh, <laughs> I'm not that cool. I'm really dorky. Um, <laughs> anyways yeah so just like find things you enjoy and some things that have helped me um discover things that I enjoy are I like first like I know I love competing so finding ways to compete um so like if you like to compete if you're like me like find a way to work out where like you forget you're even working out um so like 
join a beach volleyball or softball league, um, join a CrossFit gym where there's others, you know, motivating you and pushing you or, um, or even if like you're super self-motivated, you don't have to compete against others. Like you can compete against yourself, like set goals, um, and go crush them, you know, and each week, like try to be better, like develop like a six week workout plan and see like each week, can I get a little better at this? Um, so just like finding ways to compete with yourself or with others, I think makes, makes working out enjoyable and kind of holds you accountable. Um, another way to make it fun is working out with friends. Um, this is one of my favorite things to do now. Um, it's funny. So I signed up for a race here in Jacksonville where I live. Um, and, uh, this was like back in March, I guess. And one of my friends was doing it with me. So I was like, it was like a, it was like an, it was a, what is it a 15 K? So I think that's like close to 10 miles. Um, so it was a long ish run. Um, and so we like, I, I trained a little bit for it. And so we were, um, I told her, um, we started doing some long runs together on the weekend, just like me and her. And then we found some other like Catholic gals that were, um, running it too. And we're like, Oh, Hey, like, do you want to like run with us on the weekends? And so there was like four of us that started running together on the weekends, like up to this race. And we had this little, like cute little running girls group text. And, um, like after the race, it's been like a month or two or yeah, a couple months, but, um, we've like added more girls. There's like 10 girls in the group chat and we'll like try to like run together once a week. And it's just super fun ways, like build community and like a run goes by so much faster when you're like chatting the whole time. Um, and of course, you know, sometimes we'll grab mimosas after or like food because moderation, (laughs) um, no, but it's just, it's just really fun and enjoyable to like work out with friends. So I think like yeah, grab a friend or like say like, Hey, once a week or twice a week, do you want to hold each other accountable? Do this or that. So, um, those are some ways to like, make it more fun. Um, and then on the practical side, uh, I would say just like get a schedule. Um, like I know I've talked about this in the past, uh, with like in regards to our prayer lives, but it's the same thing for working out. Um, like if we don't schedule it into our week, it's not going to happen. Um, like we're going to get busy, things will come up. We're going to just push it on the back burner. Um, and you're not going to prioritize it. So what I like to do is like, I've said this before and you'll see my organization, but I'm a Google calendar girl. Um, whether you have a physical planner or you do it online, um, my Monday through Fridays, I like to plan out my week on the weekend and like the first thing that I prioritize obviously is my prayer time in the morning and, um, mass. Like those are two things that I prioritize every day. Um, but the second thing I put in my schedule is like, okay, when am I working out, um, every day? Like I like, I like to work out most days and I might take, you know, one or both days off on the weekend, but, um, Monday through Friday, I like to like to move my body every day. Um, so I schedule those, those things, you know, so um, for you, like setting a goal for the number of days, like you want to work out and then on the weekend, like prepare ahead and plan when you're going to actually like practically do that. Cause if you just say like, Oh, I'm going to work out three times a week and you don't plan it, it's going to get to Thursday and you're like, ah, shoot, I've only went worked out once or like what, you know? Um, so put it in your schedule. Um, secondly, this goes along with it. Like plan ahead. If, you plan to go to the gym, like on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, like know what you're going to do those days. Um, 
I have a note section in my phone with like a ton of workouts that I've done in the past or like made up. And if, if I want like a structured workout, like at the gym, like I'll plan what I'm going to do, like before I go to the gym, because I know if I just like go and like get there and I'm like, Oh, what am I going to do? Like, I'm not going to have a plan. It's not going to be a great workout. I'm not going to be like focused with it, you know? So, um, it's good to have like a game plan and a workout, like a sign. So like, if you go to a class, um, this might mean simply like signing up ahead of time, or if you work out on your own, like making a plan before you go be like, Oh, like I'm going to run on the treadmill for 30 minutes or do the elliptical or like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the, this weight program and I'm going to do this workout, you know? So just like having a plan, putting it in your schedule and planning ahead. Um, and then lastly, I'd say like practically like set goals like this helps hold yourself accountable um so whether it's you know setting a weightlifting goal or signing up for a race to train for or um, just setting an accountability goal like I will simply work out three times this week um and then on the flip side of this just like having someone to hold you accountable so maybe you have a friend like you can each set some goals and then like check in on each other or work out together even if you don't do the same workouts like be like hey we go to the gym with me three times this week great um so yeah so those are just some like very practical ways to develop that consistent workout routine and um yeah move our bodies to glorify the lord so discover things that you enjoy, um, plan it in your schedule each week, uh, plan ahead, uh, so you know what you're going to be doing and then set goals and be accountable. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the main gist of it. Um, y'all, I think, yeah, it's, there's a lot of stigma around this in culture. Um, I think that, you know, like I said, we'll either swing one way or the other. Um, but at the end of the day, like, I hope that this episode just reminds you that like our bodies are temples, tabernacles, where the Lord wants to dwell and where he does dwell. The Holy spirit lives in you. Let me say that again, louder for the people in the back. The Holy spirit lives in you. Okay. So honor him by honoring the tabernacle that holds him. Um, you know, so if you're tempted to, like, if you have body image issues and you're tempted to, um, like restrict your diet too much or over-exercise or whatever, um, or obsess over how you look, reminding yourself, bringing it back to that intent of like, Hey, this is his tabernacle. It's not, it's not the, the, um, the prize, right. It's not, it's not the Lord, like your body's not the Lord. It's the tabernacle. Okay. So being gentle with yourself and whatever, or if you swing the other way, um, and you struggle to get your butt out of bed to work out or be disciplined with it again, reminding yourself, like the Holy spirit lives in me. I need to make this dwelling, um, a, a fit place for him. Um, so eating healthy and moving our bodies, um, is really important. Um, but everything in moderation, y'all balance, balance, balance. Don't over obsess over the, um, over your temple, your body. Um, but glorify the one who lives in you by using the body in its proper order. Um, you know, we won't always be perfect, but continue to strive and to offer the Lord 
off the things and just like know yourself and your tendencies. So you can invite the Lord into those things. Um, so yeah. And I just want to, to close this episode, um, reminding you that it's okay to struggle. I think each and every one of us, if you asked everybody, like we all struggle with this balance between working out healthy eating vanity, um, you know, discipline in all different ways. Um, but we are struggling and striving together. So don't feel alone in this. Um, I hope by like sharing a little bit of my struggle with this, this is something I still struggle with. There's some days that I, um, yeah, I, I probably think about like, Ooh, like, uh, like I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't eat that or I should work out more or like whatever, you know, there's days that I might obsess over that a little too much and I get frustrated with it guys. Like (laughs) I thought like, you know, I shared about that, that year after pro tennis, where I really struggled with it. Um, and since then it's been like, God's given me a lot of grace and I've prayed through it a lot, but like, I still struggle with it. And, um, some, some days I get super frustrated when my humanity comes out and I'm like, Oh, like I'm still struggling with this. Like, what the heck? Like, God, like I thought, I, I thought, um, you know, like, I thought you like healed me of this, this, these thoughts and like, um, these temptations, but um, yeah. And we'll just get super frustrated with it. But then I realized I'm like, Josie, no, like it's a reminder that I'm human, that I'm going to struggle as long as I'm alive. I might struggle with that my whole life. And like, that's okay. Um, because I'm struggling and striving and in our weakness, like it's when we embrace weakness, it's when we embrace our humility and dependence on the Lord, when we invite him into that, where grace is found where we grow in holiness. Um, you know, I think St. Therese has a great quote. I forget the quote. I just love my home girl, Therese. Um, but like basically that like Christ is attracted to our weaknesses. Um, and that, um, like in our humanity and weakness, we get to rely on Christ and like, what a beautiful gift. Um, you know, our pride and our desire for independence, a lot of times, makes us, uh, want to like overcome these, these sins or these temptations. And that, that's a, like, that's a good thing. We should want to overcome sin and temptation, but recognizing that like, we can't do it without the Lord. And like, if we are making headway and we fall back into it, these thought processes or whatever, don't get frustrated or down, but just invite Jesus in be like, Oh Lord, like thank you for this reminder of my humanity. Thank you for this reminder that I can't do this without you. Thank you for loving me. Um, you know, because of my weakness in, in dying for me. So that way I can offer this to you. Um, so with all that being said, um, be gentle with yourselves. We're struggling and striving together. We're human, but we are tabernacles of the Lord. We our bodies are temples and we're meant to glorify them. So go have some fun, move your body today, work out. I'm going to play some tennis later. Um, it'll be great. (laughs) All right, y'all hope you have a great day until next time. I will see you later.